Whitney Walker, and this is the Women Waken podcast, where I interview guests who are in the field of healing and spiritual work using their unique gifts of the divine feminine. We talk all about these amazing gifts that these particular guests have and how they're bringing them forth in the world. On this episode, I welcome my flourishing friend, Nicola Walker. Nicola is a hypnotherapist and inner freedom coach. She works with women who want to live their bigger purpose and who sometimes feel like they're not enough. Nicola helps individuals to embark on an evolutionary adventure in their life by following their intuition and inner guidance. Nicola and I have an incredible discussion about some really big topics like your bigger purpose in life and how to find your true self and what that means. Topics that are just so important and pertinent to every human being on the planet. So take a listen, enjoy, and here's my guest. Hello, Nicola, and welcome to the Women Waken podcast. Well, thank you, Whitney. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, very excited to have you. We have known each other for only a few months now. We met at a business mastery circle through Jessica Hadari's program, as so many of my guests are from. <laughs> and we've had a lovely time connecting there and sharing with one another about our work because we are in similar fields. <laughs> right. Both uh, big fans of self-trust and intuition. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> That's definitely something I was very drawn to when we first talked. And the more I've learned about your work is that it really does center around intuition and our personal guidance. And I'm so excited for you to share about that, Nicola, um, and to share about how you learned about that in your own journey, about the importance of trusting that and having that connection with your inner guidance and intuition. Yeah. So, well, thank you, Whitney. Um, well, I mean, for me, it, it just, it just means everything, you know, it's when I first learned about inner guidance, as I would call it, I, I call it intuitive guidance now, just because it's kind of more, more clear to people. I think inner guidance can, well, if you don't know anything about that world, you know, it can sound a bit um, kind of wafty. But anyway, inner guidance, when I first learned that that is, exists and that I could actually connect with it and interact with it in my life, have a relationship with it, communicate with it. It, it was like a, a light switched on. And it was actually at the beginning of my spiritual path too. And it was actually a, a series of weekend workshops in Glastonbury in England. And Oh, was, Glastonbury. Yeah. Glastonbury is, is the heart chakra of the world. Yeah, it is. I it, all I can say is when I was there, there there's just this incredible energy. Energy. And, yeah. and and I remember walking down, I used to live in London, you know, and I'd lived in right in the middle of London, you know, and, and then and for for maybe um in amount at least ten years. And um and suddenly there I I didn't often you know, go off to different places. I just had this city life, you know. And uh, and then suddenly I was in Glastonbury and I was walking down this little uh, lane and I saw this tree. It was, it was first thing in the morning. I was on my way to the workshop and this tree was just exquisitely beautiful. 
<laughs> and, um, and so there you are, you know, that Glastonbury was the countryside particularly was just opening my heart up mm. there right then and there, you know. Yes, it's a wonderful, it was a wonderful place anyway uh, to be. And uh, when I learned that I have this inner guidance, um, uh, like I said, a light bulb switched on, a light switched on, and and I saw life differently after that. I mean, it was like, it's kind of like black and white. I mean, I had no idea, for example, you know, my thoughts create my reality, beliefs, beliefs in particular, you know, all this was new to me. I was really at the beginning of personal growth. At, of I was in my late 20s. And yeah, a, a whole new world opened up for me. And in those days, um, in the years that followed, there was just, it was like I lived in this, the, the world was just so different, you know, there was all this synchronicity happening and my the experiences were, were just <laughs> so different from before, you know. I, I think a lot through synchronicity, new people coming into my life, you know, suddenly traveling and, you know, everything, my whole world opened up, uh, including meeting a woman in that workshop who said, you know, I think you're very intuitive and I think you could do this kind of thing, you, that you could run workshops. And not only did she tell me that, but she said, um, I'll help you put together your first one. You know, here's my, my file of facts. Go through it, call people, and, you know, I'll support you to do this. I couldn't believe it. You know, that's what I mean, the synchronicity. Mm -hmm. And I think there's times in our life, that's why I totally believe in the, how the universe guides us and nudges us. And it, the universe knows our bigger purpose. It knows what where we're supposed to be, where we need to grow. And, you know, we can try to figure all this stuff out with our mind, but we're never even close to the bigger picture and the truth. And it's just an incredible, and it's a wonderful way to perceive life, you know? I mean, there's a lot of difficult things we're all going through in the world nowadays. It's really, really hard times for many people. And, you know, there is obviously some people must be getting depressed, you know, um, and, 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 or losing hope or just their, their dreams starting to diminish. And well, I, I can't really address, you know, the world's problems right now but just to say that there's a bigger container a bigger picture and I think what we have to do is is find a way to open to possibility because when we get low when we start to go into fear or or just think negatively then uh, and judge and, and so on then we lose sight of possibility and possibility is uh, very uplifting and it's it's like a wonderful first say if you were falling off a cliff or something if you can just find a ledge right you've gone into possibility instead of death right? you know possible you are you know the opposite anyway you got something yeah poss possibility is is miraculous it's what like the human spirit sort of sparking with joy it's it's that the excitement of oh this could, I could do this. This is, because just as you said, that the the worrisome thing about limitation is that it keeps us in a place 
uh, where we, we aren't seeking to discover, we're not seeking to grow or evolve, which I know is a big part of your work, mm-hmm. evolution, you know, and, yeah. and your, your term you use is evolutionary adventure, which I think is yeah. so fantastic. Cause to me, that's what it is. It's, it's seeing what's possible. Do I have to live this life? Is this all there is, or is there more? Oh, there's so much more. And, and it is linked with purpose too, you know, um, I believe. And because purpose gives meaning and, you know, I'm, I, I, I love joy. Um, you know, just the whole um, subject of joy and opening ourselves up to joy, to more joy anyway. And of course, it's not a constant thing. We all know that. But it's like we can, many of us can increase the amount of joy that we experience in our lives. And um, and purpose is, is part of that too. There's many entrances into joy. Um, part of it is purpose because, you know, even if you, I have quite a bit of joy in your life from just appreciation and simple pleasures and so on. If you don't have a purpose, if you don't have meaning, then I think I know from my, for myself that I started to, like I had a certain amount of purpose, but I wasn't fully aligned with it. And so there was lack of clarity. And when that was happening, well, let's put it this way. I feel way better now (laughs) because I feel like I am aligned with my purpose and I've got way more clarity and so there's a journey to go on and that journey is what I call an evolutionary adventure and that's actually I am writing a book which um so I I just mentioned it briefly because I'm not actually promoting it right now because I'm um, going to be publishing it in the fall of next year, 2022. But but that book is called Joy in the Middle of the Mess, M-E-S-S. And the subtitle is an, an Evolutionary Adventure on the Quest for Success. And so that's where the uh, evolutionary adventure, you know, when I write about that on my website, that's where that's really come from, you know. And, and, and that evolutionary adventure is... Is, is kind of like bouncing around with your inner guidance, you know, following the nudges, uh, learning to trust your inner guidance, learning to listen to your heart and trust that, you know, to follow your heart. And, uh, you know, pe- some people distrust that, you know, because of course the money doesn't immediately come with it. And so there's this risky side of it all. And there's this sudden journey, you know, of uh, vulnerability and fears. And then what do I do with all of that? You know, how do I handle that? Do I let let it swamp me? Do I let it stop me? Or do I find a way through? Do I find my path through all this and develop inner resources to um, to handle those fears and to meet that vulnerability and to feel those feelings and to discover what's really there. Absolutely. Nicola, I mentioned when we first got on this call today that it's very synchronistic timing for you and I to be having this podcast because everything you're saying really resonates with, with me in particular right now because I just decided yesterday, I gave notice to move out of my current place. And I'm going to take a cross country road trip. And I'm basically just going to go until I find my new destination or home. That's wonderful. Yeah. And I just felt this nudge that kind of pushed me out of the nest that said, cause I've been where I am for, for a few years and it's been wonderful. And I've established a successful practice yet. I have just what you're describing. It's this greater calling towards something. It's saying something awaits you. 
something greater awaits if you take that risk, if you check, if you get out there and go. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that really encompasses the work that you do is helping people see that when you explore more beyond what's in your mind, because your mind might just say, well, no, I have to be practical. I have to do what's in my comfort (laughs) zone because it's safe here. You know, your, your intuition and guidance is going to be kind of whispering to you, but there's more, you know, there, there's, there's, there's more that you're yearning for. Go go up, don't limit yourself. Let go of limits. Let go of the idea of, well, that will never work. Go see. So, but it is scary. You know, I'm definitely feeling a bit sad and intimidated and scared yet. So yeah. wonderful hearing all of this from you today. And I know that our listeners will appreciate it too, because I know that there's a lot of listeners out there who are there as well, where they're, yes. they might be having this sort of inkling inside, sort of something's coming up where they're wondering, maybe should I take a risk? And right. yes. Yes. So, well, this has happened for me uh, many times in my life, you know, big risks. <laughs> and I've had an immensely colorful life because of that, you know. And I have followed these these nudges, these calls, and and sometimes it's been very uncomfortable, you know. So I can t- I I can address it as I think the one you'll particularly enjoy hearing about is the time when it's what eventually created this book that I'm writing, which is a memoir and self-help book, by the way. And so there was a time in 2008 when, you know, that was the year of the Great Recession in October. And earlier in that year, in the spring, in fact, you know, things weren't going well for me financially. Suddenly things, you know, things that would normally just, you know, new opportunities, new clients, all that kind of thing. It just seemed to be drying up and had been for a few months. And then I was told by my landlady, um, I was living in, in her house, renting, you know, renting a few rooms. And and she said, I, I just don't, I don't want to rent anymore. I, I'm giving you two months notice. So then with the, you know, suddenly dried up resources, you know, this sort of feeling like money wasn't coming in and things were kind of weird right now. I started looking for somewhere to live, but it it didn't feel right. Then one evening I would just put out the light and starting to uh, go to sleep. And then suddenly out of the blue, this voice within me said, start house sitting. Mm. And it said, and then it was like, you know, she gave me clear instructions, put your, let me just explain though. <laughs> um, it didn't, it wasn't my mind. I mean, it's maybe part of the mind, but, but it's, it was, I know what intuitive guidance is and we can talk about that. It's different. It wasn't just, you know, like when you're brainstorming for ideas, right? What should I do about this mess, this, you know, problem or whatever, problem solving. It's not coming from that area of my brain. It's not coming from the head, from, you know, trying to find solutions at all. In fact, I wasn't even thinking about the problem, right? And that's a good sign already. And I was... It came from just like a whisper, you know, mm-hmm. a whisper. And and I often hear, you know, I must have some clairaudient abilities or something. I, I, I hear and I feel at the same time, you know, there's like 
something powerful takes over me, you know, feelings and so on. And that's my confirmation. So anyway, it said, start house sitting, put your stuff in storage, put and put what you need in your car, you know, what you want to keep with you and put a notice on Craigslist. And um, that's it. Okay. So I'm familiar enough with my inner guidance to know that this is what I had to do. So at the beginning, I was fine, you know, but then come to Tuesday and my my moving van was booked for Saturday and I didn't know where I was going yet because nobody had answered my notice on Craigslist. (laughs) I got scared. And I remember sitting on the sofa and um, trying to manage this, the feelings of fear. And I didn't know what to do and everything, you know, and I went back into my inner guidance, got myself calm and checked in. Yeah, nothing to fear. Just stay calm. Anyway, the next day I heard from someone. Oh, wow. And she said, I've got a penthouse in Oakland. I don't have any pets, but I've got a plant <laughs> or a few plants. No, lots of plants, actually, not just one. And um, <laughs> she said, you know, are you interested? Let's meet, you know. And so anyway, that's what happened. Where were you living at the time? I was in Marin County. So I crossed the um, San Rafael Bridge into the next county. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which was fun because I... You know, I, I had actually, at that time, when it was a similar situation to you, I, w- I was actually a bit fed up with Marin and it just felt like things had got stuck for me. You know, it, it was really me, not Marin. But <laughs> see, I'm back again now. But there was this period where that's what was going on. And I prayed and I, I was, this is a powerful place to go. To I just said, I prayed to God and I just said, you know, take me where I need to be. I'm willing to, this has to be this, you know, you kind of know when this is brewing for you. And it's, there has to be this willingness to, to not control, you know, not to try to, I always remember, for example, there was this client I worked with once and she came to me and she said, I want to, I'd like to, you know, go somewhere to write my book, you know, to finish my book. And, and you know, I, my dream, her vision was to go somewhere where she really focus on it and finish it. And, and so why isn't that happening, you know? So that's what we needed to find out. Well, it turned out that she also didn't want to leave her apartment and she didn't want to leave a job, full-time job. And there was just so much that she was, you know, this has to happen, has to happen this way, da, 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 da. And so nothing was happening. And there has to, you know, this is where the trust comes in, which um, you know, I, well, I'll talk about it later on, but I have a free guide actually where I, I talk about that, the trusting the universe too, you know, there's trusting yourself and your intuition but there's also trusting the universe. And she she hadn't developed that in herself. You know, it's a big thing. It's a big thing to trust life, you know, because often we can be afraid. Um, and one thing I say and write about in the book is, you know, when I was going through all that fear in 2008, and I would keep saying to myself, this is the benevolent universe. I am living in a benevolent universe. You know, it's not a, a scary Hollywood thriller or something. <laughs> so, of course, uh, bad things you happen like in that the world, sometimes. but that's a whole other stuff. Oh, it can. Yeah. yeah it can, of course. 
but that's our mind you see so so uh, you know a large part of my work is also mind awareness and teaching people how to really develop mind awareness because you 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 the mind will throw at you all these different things including you know it's a scary world out there and everything can happen and there are all these different realities and of course there are bad things that happen and you've got to be careful and you've got to keep you've got to be grounded you've got to keep your wits about you and all of this but you also have to watch your mind you have to have your wits about you when it comes to your mind if we're able to drop out of our minds into our hearts and i would ask you nicola do you feel that when we're following our intuition are we in our hearts and not in our minds are we in within our you know, connecting with our, our essence, our spirit. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, sure. That's a great question, Whitney. So it, it's it's a great question because it's a, it's a, tr- a tricky subject, you know, and you really have to learn. It's something that improves with experience, you know, and I teach people how to communicate with their intuitive guidance, you know, for help with their life. So there's this got it. Let's, let's just say if you've developed it to a certain extent, right? There's these times when it can be very clear guidance and and you can test it too. You know, you can, I, I'm a believer in doing some double checks too, because there is this moment when it's really clear, pure guide. Well, I call it pure anyway, because it feels like that to me. And, it, and it's, I, and you have to, you, you learn by proving it to be so, you know, by following the guidance and discovering that it was right, you know, that you got the results were great, right? Or they were right, or they were right for you, or, or it led to a next step, or, you know, a greater learning. And so it always feels like it, it was the right thing to do. And, and so you learn to develop trust through that. But what I say to people too, though, is that there's this moment where you're getting the really clear, let's call it pure guidance. And I just say, let's call it pure, because I, that can be increased and deepened always too. But it's, it's clear enough to act on for sure, you know. And so, but then what can happen is you you get that guidance but, and, and then you might start asking other questions, right, of your inner guidance or you um, you might even act on it. And, and, and then there's like this next point where you're not actually um, in a, you're not actually really connecting with your guidance at that next point, you're listening more to your mind. What I mean to say is that life is a series of moments, right? And change is always happening. And so, you know, there's the moments of clear guidance. And if and I teach people how to keep the connection strong so that you can stay focused and um, find out more, you know, and go deeper. But if you don't know those techniques, if you don't know, if you don't have tools to do that and you don't have that kind of awareness, then you might get some pure guidance and then the mind comes in. And that, and for example, you know, like you just got guidance to move. Well, then you, you're, you're probably aware that maybe the next day or later that day or whatever, there were the starting to question 
fears coming up. And so that's the mind coming in. That's not guidance. Guidance is noticing that they're fears and not the truth. That's guidance. Have you ever had a a time in your life where you felt that sense of intuition, that inner guidance, and you firmly didn't feel comfortable following it or you really felt uh I don't think that you mean that <laughs> you know sort of ask, <laughs> maybe you got that, that that piece of information wrong <laughs> right um that's a good question I have to think about that um I think in my business there's been times like that because for example you know sometimes I've had ideas for workshops or programs and things like that or or even marketing copyright you know like a like a tagline or um just something I've written and and then it didn't work out and so that started to create a, a doubt. Like I, I, I did go through this period of, of thinking, well, I trust my inner guidance, but I don't always trust it with my business because sometimes didn't work out. And so that was an interesting juncture when that happened. And um, I had to, the answer to that was I had to do two things. One was I had to go deeper. The other thing, and to catch when part of, you know, part of, I was acting on pure guidance, but then, you know, make some changes or something. Do you know what I mean? Or it was like putting that workshop on where I hadn't listened clearly to guidance about the timing or about something else. And so, you know, because life is constant change, something you know, something might have shifted, and which I did follow. I remember cancelling a workshop just because that seemed to be the the right thing to do, and I and I'm sure I was right. You know, and then and then I, I spoke with the woman whose room I was uh, booking, and I I um, I told her, and she was really nice about it. And she said, do you want to choose another date? And I did. And then the workshop happened and it was great. You know, so that's what I mean. It's like, it's, um, it's inner guidance in action. You know, there's times when you need to sit with it and you can keep going deeper, deeper. But there's also, you've got to be catch the, these little subtle nudges. So anyway, this is all part of what I teach my clients too. Yeah, which is wonderful and such incredible tools to have. Mm-hmm. And so Nicola, you're a therapist and an inner freedom coach. So I, I imagine a lot of what you've been sharing with us about intuition and inner guidance is a lot along the lines of being that inner freedom coach and helping people to release limitations and, and work through. I know you help people heal core wounds and patterns so they can live their right. bigger vision. Right. How does, um, I'd love to hear more about that, but also how does hypnotherapy work into this and where did that start? Because I would imagine that was sort of your jumping off point in terms of beginning the work of more spiritual healing. Right. It, it was. So, well, you asked two questions there. So, um, I did. <laughs> so you, you remember what you asked, cause I might forget the uh, second part. I asked, start with the hypnotherapy because that's what I'm remembering so the hypnotherapy yeah so when I began you know when this woman said oh you'd be you know you're intuitive you'd be good at this kind of thing so I worked on that level 
for initially without any training and I used to have clients actually amazingly enough and it was all very simple though it was like you know got a problem I'll help you find the answer (laughs) by going into your inner guidance right and so I knew that much and so that's how we worked and and I just kept it you know similar kind of area to that because I wasn't really trained in any methodologies in terms of deeper healing and so that was a long time ago you know about 30 years ago actually and then I um when I came to America I just I I don't know I found I found a um this magazine and it had all these different courses that you could do and one of them was hypnotherapy and it particularly spoke to me this this hypnotherapy and it was very it was drawing on all kinds of different things it was actually alchemical hypnotherapy that's what I trained in and um, so it was drawing on um, many different traditions um, you know schools of well just you know uh, from Jung, I don't know, it was Gestalt and maybe some Jung. There was just like everything, you know, and the higher self and and parts therapy and all kinds of things. And it it drew on and on this and a shamanic work, even different influences. Um, so I did that training, and of course, then I was equipped to work with <laughs> you know really deep stuff. And 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 then I found my particular area that I wanted to focus on with hypnotherapy because hypnotherapists you know they have practice and they can work with all kinds of different things weight loss and you know stopping smoking and all that which I wasn't that interested in but I was interested in helping people um, to live their bigger vision and and eventually their purpose you know in those days I would say things like you know I want to help people do the what they love and uh you know if you don't like that job wow well you know you you could manifest something different and and so I helped them with their blocks and what have you and then well so where am I now <laughs> so but that's how the hypnotherapy started anyway yeah okay and then so did, did hypnotherapy become a part of helping people heal core wounds and patterns and and how do you do that work because I, I as a therapist that yes. is the primary focus. We're all trying to help people to release their the things that are holding them back, the things that keep them in so much pain and so much doubt and so much limitation about mm-hmm. themselves. And it can be very hard to know how to heal those and move past those. So how do you do that through hypnotherapy? Yeah. Okay, thanks. Nowadays, it, it's like... Um, all I say, all I, all I can say is I open up as a channel. That's what it's, it really feels like. And, you know, I prepare for the session. I connect with the divine mother. You know, that's actually what I do. My personal um, spiritual practice to just connect really with this wisdom, you know, this unlimited wisdom. And then I, uh, you know, and I connect with my message and what I'm here to do and just, you know, open up and say, you know, may may I be here to help this person according to their highest good. And then I just know where to go. Uh, so I, I, it's quite somatic, my work, you know, like, for example, someone client may say sometimes this kind of thing happens you know that I have some clients who have a business already 
but it's not happening too well. You know, they're, they're feeling stuck in some way. Um, and it's not necessarily about getting a business coach. They, they have this intuition that it's more something going on inside themselves. They, they know that. They just have that knowing. And so I'm a good person for that. Um, and, and likewise, I'm a good person for if you're not, you just, you're just fed up with your job and you know there's something more for you and you have a, a sense of what it is, something calling you, but you're just not clear enough. You're having difficulty trusting it. You want, you want, you want it to happen, but it's a bit overwhelming. <laughs> and so I'm really good for that too. So let's go with the person who has a business right now because I'm just going to give this example. So this client uh, of mine, I'll, I'll just give her a, a, a name, um, so, so uh, Paula, so she, she, she has been feeling like it's just difficult to get on with things. You know, she, she'll get started uh, with her bus- business, you know, on a work day and then uh, get so far. And then she, she, se- it seems like all the energy goes out of her and she sometimes uh, just, either she doubts it that, that it's going to happen, um, that it's going to come together, or there's just something deep down in her core that's getting in the way. And so when we go deeper, it, it's there. You know, all, all this information is, is there. It's waiting to be found. It's like the next layer. It's, it's there, waiting. So we just have to... So, so, for example, if she says, I'm having difficulty you know getting on with things and I feel stuck I just say where do you feel this in your body for example so it's like an entryway and then it just seems like we go on this journey you know and I'm guided whether to put uh, take her into use hypnotherapy so there we go sometimes we'll we'll find that she's revisiting or any kind is revisiting a time in childhood but not always but sometimes you know these poor wounds start to show up and hers is about actually feeling like she doesn't belong that's her core wound my my core wound is around feeling like I'm I'm not enough but I've healed a lot so it feels funny to say that now but but because it's not really my reality anymore, you know, there's always sometimes something can trigger you. And I mean, occasionally I feel I can feel that that me inside suddenly, you know, of feeling a little inadequate or something and smaller than my true self. But when I'm in my true self energy that I, I know that I am more than enough. <laughs> How can one connect with their true self energy for those? Because as you said, yeah. even when you've worked on it, or if you haven't, you know, I think what you described is something that most people experience, which is feeling that you're not enough, that you're not good enough, that you're not impressive mm-hmm. enough. Any, and there's so many things that you can so many that perceive a lack yeah. around. How can somebody first begin to address that when they understand that they have this, just a, maybe a consistent, constant sense of, oh, I'm just, I can't do that, or I'm not good enough for that. I'll never have this. Where does one begin with that? The thing is not to believe it because it's not true. So that's that's the the big thing. To actually make the choice to 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 get to to get some help, you know, to work on yourself, to go on this evolutionary adventure, because you can never achieve what you 
would love to happen in your life, you know, that bigger vision, that something that's calling you. It it just can't happen when you're believing that you're not enough. And 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 it often does go back to a core wound in childhood. I think I only partially answered your question, though, if you want to ask it again. No, I mean, I think that begins to address it. And I, I think that a lot of it is inner child work as well, where you're really addressing the times in your life in early life where these core false beliefs were originally established. Right. So the things that happened that to your point, they were, they weren't true. It was never true. N- nothing about us being not enough. Or- it, yeah. Whitney, that was it. You asked me, um, which is, was a really good question. How can you access your true self? You know what, what ex- to explain a bit more about that, because some people might not even know exactly what I mean by that. So the way I, I would ex- explain it, it, it helps if you meditate or if you're open to exploring that e- even a little, you know, because that's really an entry point because you really have to get centered. You know, the, the way a lot of people live, they're caught up in their head a lot. And they're, 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 some people are not even fully in their body or they're, you know, they're not, they're just very, they think a lot, they're maybe more analytical or, you know, have all these beliefs running them anyway. And this, you know, try to work things out with their logical mind and so on. And there's a lot of people too, who are no, you know, have, have a good sense of inner guidance, but they just don't, they can only go so far with it, you know? So there's a whole mix of people. And I think I work with a, a range. So anyway, if you can just breathe and come down into your belly, that's really helpful, you know, to feel, breathe from your belly and just feel your feet on the floor and, and just drop out of your head. Well, there's ways that I guide all that, you know, and, and so on, but beginning with the breath, but even being aware of sometimes, you know, when you start to become more aware, you feel all this energy in your head, right? Because you've been thinking a lot. And so, you know, I tell people to just bring that energy down, you know, to even imagine it as light falling down from your head and traveling down through the torso into your pelvis and into your legs, into your feet, into the soles of your feet, you know, so that the energy can be more equally distributed there's ways to get centered you know and things like yoga and all kinds of different body-based practices help you to get centered and this there are these ways that you can just start to connect with to feel your true self it's really just a label in a way it's another word so I I feel like maybe it's kind of getting into a big subject but so my way maybe I'll explain it that way my way of knowing I'm connected with my true self is that I feel well I feel expansive and I feel this presence you know when I when I connect with spirit if you like you know through meditation I feel something larger than myself, like my energy is no longer contained by the skin that surrounds my body, that it goes broader. And and then there's this place where it's just like a oneness, you know, there's nothing really that place where you end and something else begins. It's just continuation, like 
a feeling of energy, I suppose. And so that's what happens. It can happen when you meditate. And it's just a, um, it's a wonderful way to just get a sense, a felt sense right now of unlimited, you know, and unlimited. And the true self is un unlimited in that way. And so it's, you can also think of it as your full potential self, you know, and that's a, a term that is more common. Everyone pretty much knows that. So you can think of it that way too. You know, there's the thing is that you can keep exploring, you know, even if you're, you think, well, I'm doing really well, I'm, you know, feel like I'm living my full potential self, there may still be ways in which you're not living totally your true self, you know, in certain areas of your life, for example. And if there's one area that where you're not, then, or a few areas, then that can impact where you're going, you know, you're, you're in, inhabiting the, 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 the fullness of the truth. It's kind of like the universe. <laughs> it, it can just expand and expand and expand in terms of where you can go, where you can grow, what you can learn. Uh, so I think the important thing is to just remember to, to keep growing, to, to notice what you're doing, because, you know, we have our blind spots within ourselves and, so it's easy to even go into denial about a, a side of our life. For example, you know, if you're in a relationship where it isn't going well and hasn't for years, then that has to be addressed. You know, you can't, like, there's like, that could be the weak link in your chain to living your bigger vision. But that's a whole other subject. Thank you, Nicola. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful explanation and exploration of the true self. It's an infinite concept. It's, it's a pretty big one. And you, you but you wrapped it up really well. <laughs> you thank you. <laughs> so thank you. And I, it's very inspiring everything that you just shared around that. I, I would like just briefly, the last thing to touch on is because I think it moves on because I feel that when I think of your, your true self, it's your essence fully expressed, nothing concealed, nothing held back. And that's why we do the work of, of working through our core wounds and working through our false beliefs, because the, it, that's sort of like the grime on the window to our true self. It's what keeps Absolutely. us from being able to shine through. And so what that brings me to is the idea of, of our purpose, a bigger purpose. Cause when our light's shining, we kind of have a greater sense of, Oh, this is what I'm meant for. This is what I'm here to give. This is what's shining you know, yeah. through me. And so what is your idea of our purpose? Cause I think some people, you know, I think everyone asked the question at some point, well, what is my purpose? Why, what do I have to offer? What do, what can I do? And yeah. how do you help people identify that? Well, first of all, let me address the part of your question of what, what is purpose, right? Because that's huge. And, and people, have their idea of what that could mean and 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 so that in itself is has to be addressed you know what 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 so there's 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 really two aspects just in the short form there's two aspects to purpose anyway there's there's what is your purpose what could be like what is the purpose of life of being a human being of being a soul you know, living on planet earth and so that would be different from a personal purpose so you know the the broader purpose is I'm not saying I'm not going to say some definitive 
what it is. But I know that it's connected with love because that in the end is is what it's all about. And that's a whole other subject. <laughs> you know, for, um, Whitney, you know, to go into that, it's, it is fun having this conversation, I must say. <laughs> I think re- someone recently actually did ask me, how do we know that love is, is all there is, you know, when there's all this, the antithesis of that happening in the world? So I gave an, an answer to that. But it was similar to my answer to the true self. I just spoke from my own experience when I meditate because I go touch into the love. And so I think, well, feel it. I mean, I feel it and I become it. I think that's a good place to go, you know, to find your own experiences of things. But love is is part of what our our, the purpose. You know, we're growing, we're evolving as souls. If you do believe in that we have more than one chance at this, you know, that we're evolving souls, we have more than one lifetime, then evolution is definitely part of our purpose. And, and that's where love comes in because we're evolving to go past fear, you know, to, to recognize what fear is for itself, just to look fear in the face and see it, you know, shine the light on it and see that it's an imposter. To see the, that it's nothing, that when you shine the light on it, 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 it collapses. It, it, it hasn't, it, it can't keep going because love is stronger than fear. So that's, is to, to, to get that much. Like the fact that I can even talk about this, I know that on that larger purpose level of being a, a, a human soul in evolution, I've learned some things this lifetime, right? And I'm not a finished product. There's no finish. There's no finish ever. You know, I can at least say, wow, that's cool. I feel good about that. And then there's this purpose. It's often spoken about in terms of work, right? Our work in the world, because, you know, who wants to live however many years, you know, 60, 70 years, whatever of work, well, probably less, slightly less, but, but virtual working, but uh, doing something that you're doing just for the money, right? That, that you're not passionate about, that you have to kind of push yourself, but you have a whole bunch of beliefs that you've just got to do it. Well, you know, it can work for a while, especially if you get quite successful with it. But if it's not really feeding your soul, if you feel like there's something else calling you, and you can only know that by, ah, let me give a little story. So, you know, I went through these different career changes in my late 20s. And I went from being an actress to letting go of that, following inner guidance. I started writing and and that was just something that I felt drawn to doing. So I explored it. And then there was this time when I was, I talk about it in my free guide, but as a little story of when I was uh, in the seaside town that I was living in for a while in England. And I was up on the cliff top and I just had this vision. And this vision was very, you know, just like a very simple. It was of me, it was a desire. That was, it was a desire to talk to people about what they imagined, what was in their imagination. Because people present like whatever side of, themselves they want you to see and there's like all this 
more to a person than you know than 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 you see just in a conversation or whatever. And I, I just wanted to know more about the mind and and about people's imagination. Um, you know, where did they go in their imagination? And what has that got to do with their life right now or what their life will become? And so I, I just thought that was wonderful. And and so that was it. It was left like that. You know, I, I didn't know what to do with that vision at the time. But then... Uh, so that was like the calling, right? That was the beginning. And some people might be might be there right now, you know, just like some bizarre calling, you know, that they can't even put their head around. But it's like powerful and it gives you goosebumps and it bumps and it makes you feel excited, like, like an, a light coming on, right? So yeah. go with those kind of things. And that is the seed of purpose, an individual purpose, right? Rather than human purpose, um, soul. Well, it links with soul purpose because you are an, a soul. That's your, the belief system you, you know, subscribe to because there's within this, on this planet, you know, I don't think Buddhists actually talk about soul, particularly somebody told me once. But anyway, you know, it's, it's this, it's in the heart, it comes through. It's like, that's part of inner guidance. That's how, how it's happening. It's you your know? inner spark. It's the, yeah. the thing that makes you come alive. There, yes. there's, there's a quote that I love that says, don't worry about what the world needs. Focus on what makes you come alive because what the world needs is people who have come alive. That's beautiful. Maybe you can send me that one. I, I, I don't know who it. said it. <laughs> That doesn't matter. Somewhere I'll look it up. Yeah, it's lovely. That's I love it. You know, because these are the what I call those pure moments of guidance, right? But it's what do we do with it? Do we let it, you know, frizzle away and and we move on because we believe more in our head and what's practical? That practical is hard stuff because you have to learn it. I've had to learn practical bit big time you know but I but what I've had to learn is to is to do the balance between following my inner guidance and making sure my feet are firmly on the ground and so that's been a marvelous training I mean that's you know I've walked that path and continue to do so and and that's what I mean about evolutionary adventure too that's all part of it yes Yes. Wow. Well, Nicola, it sounds, you would be an amazing person to work with for anyone who's trying to find their way. And, and just thank you so much for the, we, we've tackled some pretty big topics, your true <laughs> self and your bigger purpose. So, you know, you could talk about both of those forever and they're huge yes. aspects of life. They're the, some of the fundamental questions that we ask ourselves in this lifetime and that we may feel we never have answers to yet. You've provided a, a beautiful sharing of your understanding of what those things are. And I really appreciate your thoughts and your work. Thank you, Whitney. So Nicola, if somebody did want to work with you and if someone's on that verge and start, is starting to have that nudging within them, kind of this, that hearing that little voice, how can they connect with you? Okay. Well, so I'm going to give two ways of, of, you know, taking that first step. So the, f- the first thing I, I, I mean, I'd love to offer anyway, the, your listeners who feel so called, I have a, a free guide that I wrote and it's, it's, it's not 
there's about eight pages, you know, it's not <laughs> a vast tomb of work, but it's readable and accessible. And, and it's called More Than Enough, exclamation uh, mark, five gems to, to trust yourself and live your vision. And so that's on my website. It's on the homepage, just right when you go to my website. And uh, when you sign up for that, then you'll get to hear about other things and everything, and you'll be in touch with me. And so that, uh, my website is uh, nicolawalkercoaching.com. So I'll spell it. It's N for Nancy, I C O L A, Walker, W A L K E R, coaching.com. And, um, and then, and at the back of that free guide is, um, you know, a, a way to get in touch. If you want to have uh, a Live Your Bigger Vision, um, a complimentary session and it's a, a way to just really look at what your um you know what's calling you what your your vision that's emerging and what gets in the way and some next steps you can take so there's that and Perfect. then and then and, and you also if you just want to skip the free gift and and get that then just go to my about page and it says more about me too and then it leads into I have a program called living your bigger purpose and so even though I don't I don't talk about the I don't mention the program there a lot of what I'm talking about uh, when you read it it'll, it links up with that program and there's um something you can click on to to schedule one of those free sessions uh, the live your bigger purpose bigger vision rather Wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Mikola. And I'm excited to do one of those discovery sessions with you before I head out on my new journey. Well, the, the, you mentioned that earlier and I, I, I'm thrilled, Whitney, and, and touched too. And I, I would love to hold space for you in that, in that session. Thank you. I'll look forward to that. Well, thank you so much, Nicola, for being on the Women Waken podcast. It's been so much fun and very enlightening to hear from you and to hear about your work. Oh, well, thank you, Whitney. It's been very fun and very I, I really enjoyed talking with you today and on these topics. You know, very juicy and you ask really great questions. Thank you. They are some great topics. I love um, them. I'd love to explore them more on another on another show with you yeah that would be great we'll do that let's make it happen okay yeah perfect take care you too that wraps up our beautiful conversation with our wonderful guests thank you so much for listening to the women waken podcast if you enjoyed this episode please do share it with others and come back for more if anything you heard resonates leave a review or send me an email at whitney at womenwaken.com and check out the website, womenwaken.com. Have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your light shine and keep an eye out for your special gifts and magic.